On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Coming straight out of a tryptophan coma, I'm Ray Coob. I'm Marcus Goldman. Yes, we've been all turkeyed out. Turkey, turkey soup, turkey stew, turkey, I don't know, sandwiches, you name it. We've eaten the rest of the turkey. And I'm making some turkey broth for down the line. There you go. Great idea. And we bring all this up because we've been thankful for all that turkey. But there's a lot to be thankful for, including a man and a song that you and I both have adored for a long time. And we we talk about William Devon all the time. We talk about the song, be thankful for what you got, right? All the time. So we decided we would make it the theme for this episode of The Imbalance History of Rock and Roll. Though you may not drive a great big cat. in the back You may not have a car at all But remember brothers and sisters You can still stand tall Just be thankful And so it shall be for this Thanksgiving post-holiday. Let's be thankful for what we have to be proper. Now, you and I have been looking into William Devon and his music for a while. We've been doing some digging. And I think you would agree that it boils down to he is a hard man to nail down about who he is, what he did, when he did it. There's a ton of incongruous facts all over his own profile of stuff on the internet, including his Wikipedia and uh, listings for the album and how that doesn't correspond to what's in other places and conflicting information within the Wikipedia page is always a fun one to try to figure out. And we've been listening to the album that really made him a, a big name, recorded in our hometown of Philadelphia at Sigma Sound, in the big room with all the big players, including the late, great Bobby Eli. And that song, man, it just grabbed you. You were a younger kid, but I was cruising age, and I heard that, and I was like, oh, man, another great Philly soul song, not knowing that Devon was from D.C. I had no idea that Devon was from D.C. until I started looking into him a few years back, and he just has that Philly vibe. If you listen to the smoothness in his vocals, if you listen to just that vibe that he gives off it's a super philly chill vibe very sounds of philadelphia vibe i think that he has remained in philadelphia he has recorded within the last decade in philadelphia there's a new song this year that we just discovered today 
One of the things I think we both learned was that he did his original record as a vanity thing. You know, hey, let me go in the studio and record this song I wrote. And it was a pretty good song, all, all in all, when you think about it. And it was recorded at Philadelphia's Omega Sound, which I just found out. Okay? And on that track were guys who would be from what would later become MFSB, the backbone of Sigma Sound and so much more, right? Norm Harris on guitar, Earl Young on drums, and they're the ones who kind of brought around the attention of Omega's Frank Fioravanti, who you were asking me about earlier today. See how this is all coming together, man? Yeah, and Frank Fioravanti still got a label that is active when we get up into the Today section of our conversation or the updated section. We'll talk a little bit about that. But yes, it's wild. And all of these little puzzle pieces everywhere that are connected are just incredible. And it was so much fun re-listening to this album and getting ready for this episode because... He's got such a great vibe and his songs are very positive and very affirming about love, very gospel in many ways with songs like Blood is Thicker Than Water. They say that blood, blood's thicker than water, but I say they're wrong, and what they're thinking of. really enjoyed learning about all of these pieces of this puzzle it's still not finished though man this is what i'm trying to do too i'm trying to find those pieces and one of the things i tried to figure out along the way marcus was where'd he go right why did he stop now we both know that there was that one ep that we found that really is lo-fi and isn't something that's worth paying attention to, but there's other music out there. So let's go back to Frank Fiervanti and arranger John Davis, who heard Be Thankful and thought this thing could be a hit, and they were right. Now, what they didn't know, and where some of the spiritual side comes from, is Devon's religion. He was a Jehovah's Witness, and that kind of puts some crimps into what they could do. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. And this explains where he went, because he went away for a long time and didn't plug into this. Even after having a multi-million selling hit, you know, a lot of people thought he was Curtis Mayfield at first. And if you listen to Thankful when he goes for those high notes, there's a reason that people thought that. And just think about it, man. Philadelphia was soaked in the soul. The music was everywhere. And Sigma Sound was, what did Jim Salomon call it? Olympus. It really was a monster of a studio. And some of the albums that came out of Sigma Sound are incredible. Man, that's like a series. We'd have to do like eight or ten episodes to cover all the amazing music that came out of there. And we'd have to get a lot of people from Sigma Sound to talk about it and share some incredible stories. 
Oh, I found the title. Thank you, research team, on the job as we record tonight. The song we're talking about, thank you, thank you for your love from 2023. One song, I don't know what it's attached to or what else might come out anytime soon, but it's from William Devon. It's a stripped-down R&B kind of thing. I like it. I listened to that one and did not realize until afterwards that it was a current or a new song, and it's beautiful, and... It really is a feel-good song, and at a time when we need feel-good love music, he delivered a feel-good love song. Fresh Stuff from William Devon on the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll. It came into my life, no more am I blue. I want to thank you for your love, you've been so Let's go back to my opening point about the incongruity of information, all right? Um, I was looking at this playlist for the album, Be Thankful, on Spotify. Now, the thing is, I'm looking at Wikipedia, like we often do, to see what we can find there. And I see the listing for the album, Be Thankful for What You Got. And I see, of course, the song and other songs that are on this playlist on Spotify. But there are other songs on this playlist that are listed as part of the album that aren't on the album, according to the people who should know, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering where some of these songs that are supposed to be in this playlist really are. If I could ever get my ears around those, things like Something's Been Done or You Can Do It towards the end of the album, right? Definitely. But I don't know if it's a fair trade to give up, like, Hold On to Love, which I think is one of those songs that I discovered in this whole thing that really turned me on to this guy. Hold on. Sometimes we're lonely and depressed too because of the changes this world is taking us through. But don't you give up?
I don't know, man. I'm getting thirsty. You want to take a break here, pause for the cause, and come back with more about William Devon as we, I don't know, give musical thanks here on the podcast. Yeah, let's come back and we'll dig deeper into the man and his music. Well, man, the celebration of the holiday season is already underway at Crooked Eye, right there at York and Montgomery in the heart of Hatboro. The season is upon us, and you know what that means. Special brews from the back room, man. Yeah, the holiday season is quite awesome. It's not only a time for special adult beverages, it is Uh a time for people to gather with their friends and A place like Crooked Eye is the perfect place to gather with friends and family. It is a family of friends in a large uh, way there at the brewery. Uh, You don't have to have your mug in the rafters to come and make a new friend. They'll always a warm and welcoming atmosphere. And if you're wondering what goes on there, well, you can go to their Facebook page and look at the latest picture of the board. And it'll give you an idea of what's up on the board. Plus, they have craft cocktails with Pennsylvania spirits, and on certain nights, if you're lucky, that Salty Vets barbecue we always talk about. It's all happening with all the music and all the fun on the big stage at Crooked Eye in Hatboro. We'd like to wish everybody at Crooked Eye a very merry holiday season and a happy new year, of course. And a good Kwanzaa if you're celebrating. But mainly we want to thank them for their support all year and into what is the wrap-up of our fifth year as a podcast. Thanks to Paul and Paul and everybody at Crooked Eye. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new Factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Showing thanks at the Thanksgiving holiday. It's kind of like post-Thanksgiving and the tryptophan is wearing off. There's still some pie in the fridge though, Marcus, if you're hungry. Speak for yourself about the trip to fan wearing off, dude. Uh, he's going into a winter coma. Whole, yeah, turkey induced. <laughs> hey, be thankful you have a turkey and you have a pot to make turkey soup in. Definitely thankful for many things. Mm, and truth. The fact that I think I'm thankful I wake up every day so far. <laughs> so far, so good. Day. So We're both lucky to have personal lives that we should be thankful for. People in our life and our other work that we do, it's good to be thankful for those things. And I feel it. 
Absolutely. And we are very fortunate to be doing the other work we do as well. And I'm thankful for friends. I'm thankful for family. Thankful again that we're all waking up every day so far. And I'm really thankful for the number of friends that we've made in this almost five-year journey of our podcast. We've made friends with people around the globe through email and uh, in a couple of cases on the actual podcast. So that's a good thing. Oh, that's a very great thing and definitely included in the thankful for the friends because new friends are always wonderful to have along this journey called life. And it's been really fun having some wonderful music conversations via social media and email. And sometimes just you and me because, you know, dude, we just always are thinking and talking about the next thing and what else we can explore or, hey, I found this mm -hmm. and no matter how we get there, I'm thankful for the fact that every week we kick out an episode that isn't just two guys talking with a little music at the end. You know, we really put a lot into every episode that we do. And I'm thankful for you as my partner that you get it, that when I started doing that and you started answering me with your punk rock versions of that, that it became more than two guys who are friends talking about rock and roll. We started making a production that I don't know about you, but I'm really thankful to be part of oh, and proud to be doubt. part of. Yeah. Without a doubt. It's wonderful. And Ray, I am so thankful and grateful for the thousands of hours of conversations we've had about music and life and everything else since we've met 20 plus years ago when I first moved to Philadelphia and began working here in the halls of greater media together. And our friendship has grown through the podcast and through attending shows and events and so much more over these last two decades. And it's been a blast. Thank you for all of that. I am also looking forward to what's ahead. I love still learning not only about music, but there's so many other things to learn about in this journey we call life. And it happened again today while we were getting ready to do this episode about William Devon. All that stuff I told you that I learned on my way in the door while I was waiting for you to log on. I'm like, holy shit, it really is. And at any time it could happen kind of situation, you know, and it just pops up when it does. Now, the reason that we're here though, is this album and this man, William Devon, be thankful for what you got out of 1980. And the title track is the big, most famous thing on the album. But you said you found the stuff that we couldn't find on Spotify on YouTube. Tell us about that. Yeah, it was really fun listening to this album all the way through. At times, I felt like there were notes and chords that were very similar to the title track but there were also songs that were so different and like in blood is thicker than water the guitar is just off the hook unbelievable
it really has this groove all the way through it a thankful groove seriously wake up every day be thankful go to bed every day be thankful for that day and yes he's got a lot of religious meanings behind it but not everybody who listens to it will have those same religious meanings they will have their own interpretation of thanks and that is the power of music truth and many of these songs fit that mold with songs like give the little man a great big hand you feel the positivity in the music and in the vibe Continues all the way through the album. A lot of love. We are his children. I'm sure is reaching up to the man above. There's more to life than just living day by day. Thinking a whole lot of money. We'll bring happiness our way. You don't have to be a millionaire. You can just as well be poor and still receive the wonderful blessings that our Father has in store. are his children we are his children yes we are blood is thicker than water but family is thickest and that is powerful in that song kiss and make up you can look at that in so many ways let's kiss and make up let's kiss Start our life all over again. 
We're talking about the first album, and six years later, he did an album called Figures Can't Calculate. Now, that song is just beautiful poetry in motion. And that second album, which didn't really connect big time, it did well on the R&B chart, but it didn't make the pop chart, which is what they were looking for back then. So it had all the bells and whistles and all the sweetness that his previous record had, but not as much success. But despite that, some of the songs that are on there are really fine. And some of the things that are in this playlist, his take on Sam Cooke's You Send Me, oh my. That is a beautiful version of Sam Cooke's You Send Me. And just when you think you can piece it together with the dates on the singles and the dates on the albums and you start thinking you can line them all up, none of it makes any sense. Stuff that should have been a single in 80 is coming out in 2014, etc. But I do like that song, Staying Power, that came out in 2014. That was pretty cool. In 2017, he released a song called What Does It Take? 
And it was really modern. It also has a TSOP Philly soul vibe all the way through. Mm. Feel it right away when the horn is blown. You feel that Philly vibe. And the guitar work has that smooth, chill groove to it. And the rhythm section is just very Philly chill. It is both modern and Philly TSOP together. And it's beautiful. And that's the session that was produced by Frank Fioravanti? Yes, it was Frank Fioravanti. And Soul Gems Records is the Fioravanti label that's in Philly with Parente and Parente. Ah, well done, research team. They keep coming through for us this week on the podcast, Marcus. Yes, they do. Research team, you get N.A. this week. Extra beer rations for all of you. Thank you. <laughs> Well, there's so much to be thankful for in life, and I'm really thankful that we were able to get together, spend some time this holiday season as, as the Christmas season starts to kick off, and be thankful for William Devon together. It's always nice to be thankful for the music that we enjoy and to be able to share music that we enjoy because it's a journey. Life's a journey. Listening to music is exciting because we get to revisit music we've heard. We get to hear music we've never heard and we get to talk about it. And I really enjoy that a lot. Well, you know, we often will uh, paint a picture, Marcus, but make it like a broken mirror on uh, a piece of, uh, of felt or something. And if you have the missing pieces of this week's William Devon puzzle for us, feel free to email us. Imbalancehistory at gmail.com is our email address. And uh, I've been noticing an influx at the uh, inbox there, buddy. A lot of people starting to reach out and tell us uh, what they think about the things we're doing or saying. And pretty much in a good way. So that's good, right? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> you can always interactions. That's right. We're happy about that. And you can always also join in on our uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram and uh, X accounts. You can also find out what's going on with episodes about to come out by following us on any or all of those. We are the imbalanced history of rock and roll. Just search imbalanced history. Hey, it's time to go, but what a great conversation. And uh, as I said earlier, man, I'm really thankful for our partnership and all this crazy stuff that we do every week on the podcast. And we try stuff. If it works, we keep doing it. And if it doesn't, well, we do it a little bit longer anyway. That's kind of why. It's the imbalance history, right? Totally. Where will we go as we come around to year five? I don't know. We, we talked about this the other day, too. Every once in a while, now that we've been doing this for a while, we tend to steer where this thing goes. You know, we talk about 
about things. I've got this idea, or you're honey badgering me about this thing, and we go back and forth, and we, we usually work out the schedule. It's even easier than the computer the NFL uses and to figure out their schedule. So, And we're looking at things lately, and this one shows up, and hey, you guys want to talk to this person, and how about this book? And all of a sudden, I feel like it's steering us, don't you think? It really is. And there's some really good books that are going to be coming out in 2024, and we can't say anything yet. But let me tell you, there are going to be some good documentaries dropping in 2024 as well. And we're going to be talking about a couple of those, too. And is even before the end of the year, we're going to be getting into something very special, very special. Ray, I also want to give thanks to the crew at the Pantheon Podcast Network. Christian Swain, Peter Ferrioli, and their crew, fantastic people. I've really learned a lot about the music industry and about podcasting through not only the executives at the Pantheon Podcast Network, but through all the incredible podcasters we've met that are also music lovers like us. And we've had some great conversations with other people in the network all over the world. And that is so rad. And I am also thankful for the people who have listened to our podcast. Thank you so much. We appreciate the fact that you may have only listened once. You may have listened to them all or you find the episodes you like, whatever the case may be. We thank you so much for taking time to listen to our take on music. And if you share your five favorites with us, thank you again for that too, because we love hearing your five favorites when we do them. You know, they might be afraid to send us an email about a five favorite thing we did six months or a year ago. Don't be. Just tell us which one you're talking about. We're good. Yeah, totally. It's part of the conversation for us. It is. And we still revisit those because we know that most of our five favorites from the past will be different in the present. And the ones in the future will be different from the ones in the present and the past. Oh, look, I've got a present for you. It's a Thanksgiving present. Look, Marcus, I've got a drumstick left over. Would you like it? Yeah, but I'm not giving it to my son or it'll keep us up all night. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time to shut it down from the Dark Doc Media Studios for this episode. William Devon, be thankful for what you got. It's a good theme to live by. Don't you think, Marcus? I do. And you want to share what you're thankful for? We'd love to hear about it. Till the next time we crack the mics here in the Dark Doc Media Studios, I'm Ray Koob. I'm Marcus Goldman. This is the thankful, imbalanced history of rock and roll. But remember, brothers and sisters, you can still stand tall. Just be thankful for what you Diamond in the back, sunroof top, digging the scene with a gangster lean. Diamond in the back, sunroof top, digging the scene with a gangster lean. Diamond in the back, sunroof top, digging the scene with a gangster lean. A great big Cadillac Against the white walls TV antennas in the back 
what would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.